Hello, and welcome back to SVN on the Go, SVN's premier podcast designed to empower SVN advisors and staff with tips, training, and updates on industry trends. Today, we connected with Vani Majewski from SVN GASC of Hilton Head, South Carolina. Vani joined SVN in 2004 after relocating to the East Coast from California. She's been involved in various transactions, having started her career in corporate real estate. Vani's having an absolutely phenomenal year, consistently being ranked in SVN's top 100 producers just about every year since 2009, and finally finishing in the top 20 in 2020. Well, Vani, we want to thank you for being here today. Uh, how's everything going today? It's awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy to have you on the show. Well, we're going to dive right into the questions here. So we know you've been having an absolutely killer year. So let's take it back to where it all kind of started. How did you find yourself working in commercial real estate? The very happy accident. I was working in human resources um, for Prudential Insurance Company of America's Western Home Office. And when you work for a big corporation like that, you can post it to other departments. I was sort of at the end of the um, career in human resources, not sure what I was going to do. And I posted into a position in field office planning, which was basically commercial leasing, setting up offices throughout the country. And um, that's how I first got involved in it. You know, I thought I was going to finish school and become an attorney and found that I really liked doing what I was doing. And that's really how it unfolded. That sounds like a great beginning and start to your to your career in commercial real estate. Yeah. We wanted to understand a bit where you come from and, and where you are located. So we understand that you work out of Hilton Head, South Carolina. Please give us a, a rundown of what's happening within your market and what the outlook is for the next three to five years. Yeah, so came from California, born and raised native, moved here 17 years ago, um, started with SBN, it was the only national brand in Hilton Head area, um, and I didn't plan on staying, so the goal was resume value, um, and so I got involved in leasing. Back then, nobody wanted to handle leasing. It was the um, probably most difficult way to make money in real estate, so they were all focused on moving huge land tracts and you know, lots of homes were being built, and um, anyway, so I took over basically leasing, and through the years, just became the leasing queen of the area. I mean, you know, and when everything tanked in 08 um, and everybody wasn't making money on sales, I was the one person making money. And so then everybody else jumped back into leasing. But long story short is um, it really introduced me to a lot of property owners and business, the business community and um, wound up being very fruitful and, you know, everything grew from there. So um Hilton has changed a lot it's uh it's um was a retirement community when I got here and there was there's still not a ton of commercial real estate which is really the funny part of all of this because there's such a limited amount of commercial real estate market we might have maybe two and a half million square feet total um but that keeps people sort of initially out of the market we wouldn't have you know there might be a half dozen people in this community doing commercial real estate on a full-time basis and not doing any residential, meeting one of them. And so um, you really are in a position to stand out. We get signs. Um, we put signs in front of all our properties where residential agents don't. And so anyway, it's a unique situation um, and just, you know, started to grind it out. 
Did that answer your question? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of a unique situation, Hilton Head is a smaller tertiary market. How do you own the market there and see such success not working in cities like LA, New York, and Chicago? So it's kind of cool because it is a small community. There might be 100,000 people living here full-time between Hilton Head and Bluffton. And um, again, coming from the West Coast and and just having that L.A. sort of business style, you stand out. And you had to break into the good old boys network and, you know, get people to pay attention to you. But the more they dealt with me, they realized pretty quickly that I functioned different. And it's silly, but it's as simple as answering your phone, doing what you say you're going to do, you know, and delivering. And so I got a reputation for that, you know, pretty quickly in the first two years, probably. And then things just started to roll. Um, And now in a situation where people come to me and they say, so-and-so told me, like Meredith referred me to you. I don't even know a Meredith. So I've got the whole community sort of working for me and sending business my way. Um, we have signs everywhere. And uh, people are like that. I see your signs everywhere. And so it's really, I think that's the secret to the success here is that, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the world. There's people who know a lot more than I do. But the reality is, you know, I deliver I do exactly, at very least, what is expected of me, what I say I'm going to do. And in this market, that's somewhat of an anomaly. And so it's really like a a rolling stone gathering moth. I mean, basically, um, I've got a whole community that's aware. I have a very unusual name, which I find a lot of people in real estate, commercial real estate do. But, you know, you've seen the name and you see it everywhere. And you've got a community who you know, speaks favorably about you and how you've delivered. And it's really just turned into quite the machine. And it just is, I'm very fortunate, very lucky. That's no, and that's fantastic advice. Fantastic advice, especially for our, our newer to business brokers. I mean, just, I mean, making sure you're following through on all of your promises. That's that's one of the core covenants of SVN. So it's, it's great that you bring that up as well. Yep. So it's been kind of no surprise that the retail and office sectors have been in a relative decline nationwide over the last couple of years. However, we've gotten the chance to speak a little bit before the call, and you've seen the absolute opposite in your market. Can you speak to us about what you're seeing in your individual market? Sure. Um, Yeah, we're in very low single digits. The last year and a half has been a frenzy, for lack of a better word. I've never seen anything like it in my 30 years of doing commercial real estate. Um, We have, I mean, the minute something hits the market, it's gone. There's multiple offers. They're all over overpriced. In terms of um, retail, I I mean, to give you an idea, I had 40 plus listings on average at any given time. I'm down to 18. Generally, the dogs with fleas. Um, from a retail and office standpoint, I mean, again, if we have a 5% vacancy, I think that might be overstated. It has just been crazy. And I think the, the pandemic added fuel to um, the fire because now you've got the great migration and people moving all over the country and finding that they can work from home and whatnot. This is a great lifestyle here. It's affordable. It's beautiful. Lots of nature, very little trash, low crime. And so people have been moving here in droves, buying and leasing things by the scene. I just did a contract today on a property with somebody who's never seen the property. 
um, but they're coming from California and they want to be here. And so they're buying something on a 15 day look, close and 30. I mean, that's been the environment here at least for the last year and a half. It's just, I mean, craziness, 14 hour days. And um, we're out of inventories. We've got nothing to sell. People aren't, aren't selling because there's nothing to exchange into. I mean, it's like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I've seen, especially recently, a lot of articles saying the same things. People are migrating from Silicon Valley to places that are more affordable. And I mean, Hilton Head, it's, it's a very desirable place, great place to live, amazing golf for yeah. selfishly speaking there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting take there. Yeah. So you're speaking about how the population has changed over the last year. Can you speak to more of the lifestyle changes you've seen in the younger and the older generations that make your market a hot place to, to connect and grow? Sure. Um, so when I moved here, I thought I had found the fountain of youth. I was going to be young forever. Everybody was 25 plus years older than me. Um, and now if you run demographics in Bluffton, I think the average age is 34 versus 64. And on Hilton Head, I mean, it's down into the 40s. So we're seeing a younger population migrate here. Um, the older people, you know, either pass on or, you know, eventually move away. I, I'm not quite sure, but it's becoming much more. There's more business minded people, entrepreneurs moving in, um, new businesses of every sort. Lots of people from, you know, like before you never saw anybody from California. I was somewhat of an anomaly. I see three to four California cars a day. I mean, it's really changing the dynamics of the area. And, um, you know, we're a service industry um, community. All of us are in some sort of service industry, real estate, accounting, restaurants, you know, whatnot. Um, home building was always second to tourism in terms of, um, you know, the economic drivers and, you know, I mean, that's not really changed, but now it just seems the population is growing dynamically. I understand the residential real estate market is having a similar flow. And so, um, you know, we're growing, we're expanding, we're sprawling out closer to I-95 and it just doesn't seem to be, there's no sign of stopping anytime in the near future. And with these changes, have you changed the way that you've done business, whether the way that you hold meetings, the way you use technology? How has that kind of, uh, these kind of changes affected the way that you do business? Um, not me, you know, specifically. I mean, certainly there were, you know, a lot of um, Zoom meetings and things over the last year, but it's still meeting in person. We were fortunate. I mean, you know, regardless of what your politics are, and again, I come from the West, you know, most liberal states probably in the union to one of the more conservative states in the union. Um, and it, you know, I, I wasn't sure at the beginning of the pandemic if everybody was handling things the way I would handle them. But the fact of the matter is Hilton Head might have been shut down two weeks. And then we were wide open. I, if you watch the Heritage Golf Tournament, you know, they were like, it's a zoo here. I mean, yep. we were wide open. I would say business took a hiccup for about a month and a half, two months. And then it was completely, the floodgates opened and things went crazy. So, again, I think that's unique when you talk to, you know, people in California or you talk to people in New York and, you know, where there was a mass exodus a lot of them ended up here. So, you know, it's been very beneficial to our community. 
Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's tough that, that we are going through a pandemic, but again, it's it's great that you got to, I shouldn't say take advantage, but got to help some of these people out that, that were going through some things like that, that leaving these bigger cities, going to smaller markets. I mean, you've taken advantage of it and you've done a great job this year. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. You've had a great year. And I think the very special thing about your story is that you really embrace the core covenants that really focus on the possibilities. And the fact that you're taking advantage of the opportunities and possibilities within your market is really important to connect and grow with your co-brokers and, and the CRE industry at large. And with that, thank you so much for coming on to our, our podcast and speaking to your market, your experience and your background. Thank you so much for giving us an inside look into how you've been able to ride this wave and succeed. And we wish you not only a great remainder of 2021, but a great start to 2022. Thank you so much, Bonnie. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Thank you, Bonnie. We appreciate it. Bye for now. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.